Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! On today's episode of the RV, we are going all the way to my home country of Brazil to meet up with a very special guest, a very good friend of mine that I've known for over 30 years, not to ages, but it's been a long time. Please welcome Alessandra. Thank you so much for letting us stop by. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It's my pleasure. So, Alessandra, where did we first meet? Oh, God, it was a long time ago uh, at American Airlines offices in Brazil, in Rio. Uh, It was my first job and lovely times before September 11th. Uh, Aviation industry was a bliss. And you remember, we used to travel a lot. A lot. Oh, and bring our friends, our family, lots of travel, go Mm -hmm. on the weekends, on holidays. It was really a lovely time. Yes, we basically used to travel every weekend. Yeah? Exactly. Yes. I miss those times. Oh, me too. Alessandra, please... Tell our listeners about you. What do you do for work now? Okay, so I'm Alessandra. I'm 49 years old. I'm married with two children. I'm from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And I lived abroad for many years. And I always worked in the travel industry. But uh, I always had astrology in my life since I was very young. Mm-hmm. First was as a curiosity, then I start going to an astrologer, then I start studying seriously, professionalizing. And then uh, about four years ago, I started doing as my full-time job, 100%. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's full-time job now. Yes. And uh, Alessandra, how did you go from American Airlines, I mean, from the tourist industry to astrology. How did it like astrology enter your life? Uh, It's a very nice story because it has three uh, very defining moments. Uh, The first time was when I had my first contact with an astrologer that was on the beginning of the 90s. And I did my, she did my birth chart for the first time. 
I fell in love with astrology and I kept seeing her for the next 10 years. I used to go once or twice a year to see my transits, my solar revolution, and so on. Uh, then I moved to Costa Rica because I got married and my husband is from Costa Rica. Yes, and I when know. I was there, <laughs> yes, you know him. And when I was there, uh, five years later, when I moved to Costa Rica, I felt the urge to start studying more seriously astrology mm -hmm. and then uh, as Costa Rica it was not very open to this subject by that time so I used to go to every bookstore and search for books in English or in Portuguese or go to websites and I was doing all by myself so I did that for about 10 years And then when we came back to Brazil, then was a turning point because in Brazil, the astrology is very strong, is a profession, it's very well known, and there are lots of events, congresses, international symposiums, so I start going to all of them and to doing courses, and then four years ago, I start doing as my full-time job as my purpose of life. Uh, that's a very good uh, thing you did. I'm sure you are happier now. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So for those of us who are not familiar, what is astrology? Astrology is an art, a very ancient art. It's a knowledge. It's based on a science, which is astronomy. Uh, it's based on the movement of the planets, of the moon, uh, the sun. Of course, the sun doesn't move, but how we move around the sun. Um, like 6,000 years ago were the first registers uh, that we have from astrology. And it was in Mesopotamia, which now is the region where Iraq is right now. And it's It starts as an observation, observation of the movement of the planets in the sky and how those movements would influence the nature, the animals, the plants, the tides, and why not us as human beings and part of nature. So they start taking notes of all those movements and all those cycles and seeing that they could be repeating uh, each planet in one velocity, okay? And what was the influence depending on the planet, depending on the movement? And that's how the story began. Um, and then it was uh, for a long time, astrologer and astronomer, it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the, this division came around the 17th century and astronomers being now well-known as scientists and not so much for astrologers, but we don't try to compete with that. We are okay that we are an incredible art and tool for self-knowledge, to know how to live better, to know yourself better, uh, your strengths, your weakness, and how you can relate better. And that's the astrology um, destiny. Yeah, and I think there is a space for both, yes? Exactly, exactly. 
And Alessandra, how was the transition from a corporate world to a more holistic, subjective world? That's a good question because uh, my birth chart, I'm a double Taurus, okay? And Taurus is known for being a sign that looks a lot for stability, okay? And uh, so all my life, I had this need to feel stable in my work, in my environment. So for me, it was quite difficult to do the switch to leave the corporate world completely to do my purpose of life, which is astrology. I tried for many, many, many years to keep both of them. But then I realized that if I wanted to do it very well, I had to give up of one of them and really go to my true purpose. So uh, it was very painful because I had to be in a difficult situation in a corporate world. I was fired after the Olympic Games in Rio, which I worked, it was a very nice experience. And I had to receive many no's in my career in the travel industry. And I start feeling very frustrated and I start thinking if it was my age because I was over 40 years old and or if I didn't know how to work anymore. So I became quite insecure at the time. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I realized that that was a plan that was meant to be. I had to receive all those no's to realize that I had to go for my purpose of life. And talking like that, it looks like astrology was like a second option. It was never a second option. It was always very important to me. But I had this fear about stability that was not a formal job uh, with your fixed salary every month. Mm -hmm. So it was it was a, a risk, right? And but after all those no's, that they were very important to me. So when you receive many no's, start to notice that it's a sign for something. And for me, it was to go for my real purpose. And I'm very happy that it happened. Yeah, I'm happy that you took this decision. Yeah, and you are now sure that it meant to be. You had it's, to, yeah, you had it's to. It's a peace of mind. It's, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's incredible because I used to love the travel industry. I was very happy. Even on the bad moments, I was very passionate about what I used to do. I used to work with sales and I loved the contact with clients and negotiations and all that. But I didn't have peace of mind. Mm -hmm. I had pleasure, but not peace of mind. Now, when I finish a session with someone that I realized that I could help, that I realized that I could help this person to know themselves better, to become a better person, to have a better life, to relate better, then I feel this peace. And I think it's all the difference when you do something that you love or you do your purpose. And that's how I feel. Excellent. And about astrology, I know I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> yes. So do you find that I'm a typical Aquarius? Uh, do you think people 
sign really define who they are? Well, first of all, I think you were very Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, Aquarius. It's a very sociable sign. It's uh, typically it like to be in with friends in groups, socializing. Think about the community. Uh, think about the environment. Um, so Aquarius has a lot of that. Uh, but I like to work with the axis. So we have 12 signs, but we have six axes, which are the pairs of the opposite and complement signs. And the opposite complement sign of Aquarius is Leo. And I think you also have a little bit of Leo, don't you think? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you are a people person, you shine. Very. You like to be the center. So you, yeah. yes, you do have a little exactly. bit. Exactly. That's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why I'm here. I love knowing new people. Yes. Uh, this, what I'm doing now is definitely what I always dreamed about, you know, knowing people, networking, and being exactly. able to learn a lot because it's and an experience yeah Aquarius is also very connected to technology mm -hmm. to creativity thinking out of the box outside of the box and being a future a person that thinks ahead all of that is very Aquarius and the second question that if yeah. the signs define you we have to remember that the birth chart we have 12 signs We are not only our sun sign, we also have the rising sign, the moon sign, the other planets where they are. So that's why it's so important that you know your whole chart, because I've heard a lot of people that has a certain sign and I don't feel like this sign, maybe because it, this person is living more, it's rising sign or the other signs, the other planets where they have. So that's why it's very important. So, but the sun sign is like our visit card. It's like our introduction. It's like what people see more easily in us. It's our sun sign. So in that way, I think you are very Aquarius. I, mean, mm -hmm. I agree completely. I say, I I always tell people, I am Aquarius with Aquarius. No, I'm not I'm <laughs> talking, but I'm so Aquarius that it's like... Yes, you are. And what do people need to create a chart? Well, I think it's important because, as I said, um, you are not only one sign. So on the birth chart, you can see everything that you have. It's a picture of the sky when you did your first, when you had your first breath, when you were born. So that's why the time of the birth, the most exact time, the better, because then you can have a more precise birth chart. And it's all there, your strengths, your challenges. How do you relate with your family, with your partner, with your kids, if you have, mm -hmm. in your job, with your friends, So it's it's very accurate and it's very objective. It's all there. So I think it helps a lot of people to relate better. Mm, interesting. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And what information does a birth chart show? It shows all that. It's it's shared in 12 areas, 12 houses Mm -hmm. that we call astrological houses. So each house is related to one subject. And it will depend which subjects you have more planets on it and which signs those planets are. And it's a kind of uh, chess. You go and you have to interpret in each sign is one different world. Even if two people were born at the same city at the same time, it doesn't mean they are similar, okay? They have similar characteristics, of course, but how they are raised, their spirituality, the family that they were born, all those things will affect as well, okay? Mm -hmm. But so that's why it's very important to not do as a recipe, okay? Because even the aspects or the planets in one sign or at the other, it's not definite. It's not close. It's not a cake recipe. It will depend a lot on the experience that this person had in life. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's very important when you do a session that the person participates as well. Uh, Because it's it's with the feedback. Because it's not something that we, the astrologer is not guessing. The astrologer is interpreting uh, what is in the chart. It's analyzing what is in the chart. But as I said, it can be different. The same aspect can be different for two different people. Okay, now I understand because I always, I was always curious about it. I was like, think, oh my god, if one day, one day I meet someone who was born the same day, same time, city, same city, maybe it should be just like me. But no, it depends. Your on- soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> no, not exactly. And also because when we do uh, synastry, which is to put two shards together as two partners, or um, if you want to see the relationship of these two people, um, it's not only the similar things that matter, the the things that they complement each other, it matters as well, even the things that are not very harmonic in the in those two shards, it matters. So it's a dynamic, but it's it's very interesting. And I really suggest everyone that has the chance has its time of birth to do it because it's very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. Thank you. And do you believe in coincidences? I believe in synchronicity. Hmm. Uh, I think that Mm -hmm. synchronicity is very present in astrology. Uh, It's like old astrology, traditional astrology was more fatalist, was more like what is written is what is going to happen no Mm -hmm. matter what. Um, modern astrology believe in the power of the individual to choose, to choose well or not. 
okay? And we must be very responsible with the choices that we make and not blame the stars for that mm -hmm. because we do have a choice up to some point. I believe in destiny, but I think that some things to get to this destiny, we have an option. So synchronicity is very strong. For instance, I'm going to give you an example. When Pluto was discovered, that was in 1930, uh, we, the planet was in the middle of the greatest depression. Mm. And Pluto is uh, related to death, to uh, transmutation, transformation, rebirth, okay? Wow. So it was, subjects that were very present at the moment that it was discovered. Pluto was already at the solar system for all, oh, for forever, right? Mm -hmm. But why it was discovered exactly at that time. So it, this is synchronicity mm -hmm. in my opinion, and it's very strong. And I think it's, it's much more strong than coincidence. I think that we call coincidence what we cannot explain. Synchronicity makes sense, more sense than coincidence when someone thinks that- I think so, I think so. Yeah, and everything is meaningfully related, I believe so. So I saw this quote, are you missing your miracle because you were calling it coincidence? Why? Are people hesitant to believe in miracles, Alessandra? Yeah, that's very sad because I think that because we are disconnected with nature, we are disconnected with mm -hmm. the sky. Uh, we are living in big cities where the light of the city does not allow us to see the sky properly. Um, we are completely disconnected from nature, most of us. And I think that we have little miracles all day um, love is a miracle health is a miracle a child is a miracle it's mm -hmm. there are so many miracles but in a rush that we were uh, and i believe that we will be again when the pandemic passes unfortunately i think that we are not getting the experience right as we should um, I think if we can, at least a part of people can get to be more connected after all that passes, I think it's worth it. And I, I really start seeing every small thing as a little miracle because it is. And so let's be more connected to nature and we will feel that as well. Wow, beautifully said, Lissandra. And uh, for example, even if people don't believe in astrology, it has been proven that the moon affects so many things on our planet, including yes. ocean tides, even women's cycles. What did astrologists or the charts say about 2020? I was looking forward to asking for you. Yes, it's... It's an interesting question because uh, many people were saying, oh, but astrologers did not say anything about 2020. That's not true. Maybe the mistake was that it, everything that we were saying, that we were studying, became uh, restricted to the astrologer community. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, Maybe even for do not 
send any panic messages or anything. We knew that 2020 was going to be a very important year and difficult year. Uh, there is a study called the Planet Cycles where 2020, it's in the worst position for the whole century. Wow. So translating, so. yeah, translating that, it means that during the 21st century, at least, based on the study of those um, uh, planets, we will not have such a difficult year. 2021, we are still very close to 2020, and it's from 2022 that we will start rising again. The thing is that many difficult aspects, some of them that did not happen in the last 900 years, and they happened in 2020. Uh, many astrologers were betting that would be a war. Actually, when uh, Trump and Iran started on January, I don't know if you remember, mm -hmm. uh, exchanging some aggressive, violent messages, we felt, okay, this is it. Because the first date on 2020 that we were going, we were going to have a strong aspect was on January 12th, just after uh, eclipse that we had on the 10th. So it was a different kind of war. It was this pandemic, uh, but it's a year that will be remembered for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, in astrology, we had an idea that was going to be a very, a year of impact. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and I believe that fighting COVID feels like fighting a war. It is. It is. It is a kind of war. Exactly. Some astrologers mention a possible pandemic. But uh, it was more because the, the aspects, they were very much related to recession, economy, problems with the countries uh, worldwide. So that's why the first thought was yeah. a war. I, I, I understand. And uh, how can we use zodiac signs to our advantage? Uh, that's very good. We can, first of all, we have to know our chart. We have to be familiar with our chart. And in our chart, as we said, it's everything is in there. Everything that matters, it's in there. So um, where you are, where is your strength? Where is your line of destiny? How do you react um, in your love life, in your work? regarding your career, your health, your children. So if you have a knowledge of that, a self-knowledge actually, because the shark is only giving you the information that's already inside you, mm. okay? You can live better. You can understand in your relationships why some things uh, irritate you so much or 
affect you so much and others don't. And it's very, it's very important when the whole family does because you can relate with your children, you can see what you can expect. Uh, giving just a quick example, if you have a child that's more uh, related to sensibility, to uh, arts, to creativity, and you keep pushing this child to be a sports person, to be aggressive, it's not going to work. It's not their way of being. So when you see those things in the chart, what is the strength of this child? You are going to be much more able to potentialize what this child has. So I, I see as a, a wonderful tool for relationships, you with yourself and with others. Mm -hmm. It's good to know. Yeah. Here we can talk about the elements. Okay, uh, we have four elements in the nature, which is earth, fire, air, and water. We, share, we divide the 12 signs in those four elements, okay? And there are, depending on the element, this person is going to be more related to, for instance, the fire signs, they're more aggressive, more related to action, the earth signs, they like to build to concrete things. The water signs, they are more sensitive. They are more related to emotions. And the air signs, they are more related to thoughts, creativity, words, knowledge. So, but we have to remember that we can have all of those together in, your, in our birth chart. So we have to see what we have most okay, and see what is more suitable for our chart. It's if we talk like in general, we would be a bit irresponsible because we are not seeing the whole picture. We are just seeing one part of the chart. Mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying. And I, I'm intrigued to know, are we entering the Aquarius era? Or am I just being a hopeful Aquarius? <laughs> it's everybody's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of questions regarding that, especially after the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter last December 21st, because there was a lot of uh, things coming in the media about Aquarius because this conjunction was in Aquarius and open a period of more Aquarian uh, energy, okay? But we are not at the Aquarius era yet. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in a transition from Pisces to Aquarius. And if we think that those eras, they are around 2000 years each, okay? This transition can be a couple of centuries, can be 300, 400 years. I think that when we start having uh, a lot of speed in technology, mm -hmm. but it's still a transition. It's not the era yet. As you talked about technology, how is technology interacting with astrology nowadays? Well, as well as is interacting with all aspects of our life, it's so present 
right now. It's so important for good and for bad. Uh, for good, because we are being able to do what we are doing now, thanks to technology. I'm being able to talk to people, to attend people all over the world online because of technology. But we are not looking at the sky anymore because we have everything at our computer. So you see, there is a good thing and a bad thing about it. But I try to be positive. I try to be optimistic and think that the good things are have more strength than the bad ones. So let's welcome technology, be very responsible with technology because when you are behind a computer, you can write anything, you can say anything because you're protected, right? So let's be very responsible with this technology. I think that's the message. Ale, uh, I agree 100% with you. Everything has two sides, a positive one and a negative one. Technology serves a variety of purposes and means different things to different people. Certainly, there is some reason to worry, but it has more pros than cons, in my opinion. Absolutely, and there are lots of um, of professions now and and professionals that deal with all these physics uh, and explanations about the energy. And I believe it a lot. I believe a lot in the power of the thinking and. And it's exactly what you said, everything has both sides. And as I said as well, of two people that has the same birth chart, they are not going to have the same life because they have different choices. One can be more optimistic and go to the bright side and the other can be not so bright. So. That's our options that we have to be very responsible and do not blame the stars. <laughs> exactly. I have two, uh, one friend and she has a twin sister and they are completely different. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. But it, that's also, I believe that explained by psychology, that they try to keep their individuality because they are just physically, they are very look like so they tend to not to be opposite but to have different characteristics in order to have their own individuality mm -hmm. okay that's very common as well but i have done a birth chart of twins that because they had four minutes difference one was a rising sign in aries and the other was rising sign in Taurus. Wow. And it was very, they were very different from each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's so interesting. Uh, like, it's a, for me, it's a science because you have to study a lot to know about <laughs> in this In this way, if you think about it, yes, because you have to study a lot, it's endless. And I think that an astrologer never stops studying. And you have to be very, uh, to study all matter, other, other sciences as well as psychology. Uh, you have to like to read a lot, um, mythology. And I mean, 
everything and other therapies. You, you have to be a real reader, otherwise you, you cannot be an astrologer. So good when we can meet old friends and talk about successes, hopes, life plans and expectations. With this pandemic, we fortunately can keep close, even if far away. I'm sure our listeners uh, learned a lot from you, and I think they want to know how to find you. Sure. Um, I'm at Instagram as uh, Ale, which are the first three letters of my name, underscore Silveira, which is my last name, underscore Astro, A-S-T-R-O. Mm-hmm. And there I have my uh, email, my cell phone. So if someone can send me, wants to send me a WhatsApp or a direct in the Instagram. Okay. So on, on Instagram, they can send you a message and they can find you. Exactly. A-L-E underscore Silveira, S-I-L-V as in Victor, E I. R-A underscore Astro, A-S-T-R-O. Okay, that was amazing to talk to you. I wish we could go on a flight together and visit the Caribbean. <laughs> It'll be lovely after this pandemic pass. Who knows? I'm yes. sure we will meet. For sure. Thank you very much. And see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember... Relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.